on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Only I could it is five after six, as Ben just told you in the news. Sydney heading for a top of 22 degrees. Brisbane, 23. Newcastle around about the 22 degree mark as well. The forecast for cities enclosed water. Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay. Westerly below 10 knots becoming northeasterly in the middle of the day, then becoming north to northwesterly in the evening. Seas below point five offshore, west to southwesterly, ten to fifteen knots becoming variable, about ten knots in the middle of the day. Seas around one metre decreasing to point five during the afternoon. Swell out of the south, one point five to two point five metres. Alan Blake from Blakesmarine.com.au is joining us online from Hobart this morning, where it's a little bit cooler than the uh, twenty. What are you heading for today, Blakey? Down there, uh, Hobart, sixteen. Yep. Does that work? Yep. No, you've got no choice in the matter. You've got to put up with it. (laughs) (laughs) And you're not down there with your boat, which must be vastly different to the last time you were down there because when you were down down in Tassie last, you uh, you were down there for the uh, Wooden Boat Festival. That's right. There's 350-odd boats in the marina. It's much more sedate at the moment. All the fishing fleets back in, but it's still a great place to be. Saw you pop up on a couple of YouTube videos too. That's a worry. Yeah, from the uh, Wooden Boat Festival. I, people were coming past and uh, shooting some video. Oh, you were standing on the on the top deck having a jibber with a couple of people, if my memory yeah, serves me correct. that's what it's all about. It's enjoying yourself, the Wooden Boat Festival, and celebrating boating. And comparing those, you actually bumped into a guy that I, I think you were saying was, uh, uh, was either was involved in chopping the wood for your boat or something along those lines back when it was built. Yeah, they came back. The fellow's uh, father had a timber mill that supplied all the timber for the boat. Yeah. That uh, was quite interesting. It, it's amazing who you meet and what there is. And, you know, uh, a fellow came and saw us. Uh, he was an ex-pilot and he used to go out the boat when it was a pilot boat, taking them out to the ships. And uh, he went out with his father as well. So it, it's quite good to get those sort of things and get the history and what's going on. Something to make you jealous too, Blake. He's speaking of pilots, but pilots of a different kind. There's an air show on at the Gold Coast at the moment. So when we catch up with Paul Burt in this hour, yeah. I dare say there'll be uh, more about flying aircraft than there will be uh, <laughs> about fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't let him near a drone. <laughs> oh, he, d- he did make mention of that yesterday. <laughs> Just stay away from the aircraft out there in the air show. Look, somebody, you know, it's very timely that we uh, catch up with Melinda Pavey this morning because um, particularly with the way the Matildas have gone, Australian female sport is really starting to kick some goals, whether it's our uh, Matildas, whether it's in the women's AFL or the National Rugby League. And as she joins us, Melinda Pavey, I've got to say, I enjoy the female rugby league more than I do the male rugby league. They are tough individuals. And they're playing the game in the spirit of the game that people enjoyed through the 70s and the 80s. Yes, exactly. And, you know, that's Australian rules as well. It's rugby league and it's even soccer. You know, it's a, it's a game that, you know, brings back memories, but, you know, some of our best athletes. But let's think about it for a second. Some of the, our country's most finest sporting moments have been delivered by the women. Um, we've got Cathy you know, Freeman, the moment that Australia came together as one. Um, that, I think, will never be beaten, that moment, um, when she won that 400-metre gold in Sydney. But, you know, someone was reminding me last night, Elise Perry, who's played cricket for Australia, is probably, you know, earned twice as much as Sam Kerr so far. So she's, you know, she's just, you know, Australian women's team 
um, in, in cricket have been the best for about 12 years on the international circuit, uh, on the circuit. And you've got um, the Diamonds, our beautiful um, netball players. They just won the world championship. So, you know, the girls are keeping their end up. And, you know, let's not forget it'll be the girls that'll get the, the, the medals at the pool. Well, it was crazy at the International Boat Show. I was having a chat with Michelle Lee and I said, uh, said to her, I'm, I'm, it's, it's amazing at the moment that there are three world record holders all within stone's throw of where we're standing and all three of them are female. Yep, and um, that's going to be a great Olympics. And, yeah, I think the, I think it, the Matildas have done more for soccer in this country. You yes. Know, the, yes. The name yes. they call, the game they call football to do the rest of the world. And I've got to admit, standing in a bar in Seminyak, um, in Bali last Saturday, watching them beat France was just one of the best best afternoons I've had in a long time. And, you know, 70% of the people there were blokes and they were Australian blokes and it was a great Australian moment. It's just crazy at the moment. The 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 female sporting athletes are just extraordinary. And speaking of which, Michelle Lee's going to be doing the Sydney to Hobart this year. And it was announced during the week that Jessica Watson is going to do the Sydney to Hobart this year as well. So won't they be uh, formidable forces? Oh, absolutely. She's an incredible young woman, that Jessica Watson. And hasn't she been uh, through some hardship in her life too? Oh, she has. She really has. But talking about great women, went to see Marsha Hines last night. So oh, a bit groggy. Wow. Late night for an early radio program. My God. 70 years old, drop-dead gorgeous. I was just blessed to have had dinner with her in Sydney about six months ago. And uh, I just was... She's just an incredible talent. You know, she's up there with the voice gods like Aretha Franklin. Um, she was just incredible last night. She had everyone in the palm of her hand, um, the classics, the new stuff. Um, and interestingly, her most favourite song, and she sang it, was Fire and Rain by James Taylor. Really? Um, but it was just a brilliant night at the Coffs Harbour Jetty Theatre. And she was really intimate. There was only 300 or so people there. But she, she did a Q&A section with the audience, uh, and she just knows how to entertain, and she just looks stunning. And it's an extraordinary actor, too. I, I saw her live in a stage play. Um, I forget the name of the, the stage play. It was centred around three women, and uh, it was quite confronting because they, they, they all got their gear off at one stage. Uh, but what an exceptional actor she is. See, that would have been terrible, Grant. <laughs> it, it, it really wasn't the reason I went there, I can assure you. <laughs> you poor thing. Well, you know, somebody has to do the hard yards. <laughs> but talking about hard yards, I hear Blakey's on the phone down there in Tasmania. Blakey, remember we did all that, you know, good water safety stuff with the life jackets while we're away in Bali. I could not believe, one day I went for a walk from Seminyak up to Changu. It's about 5K, 6K. It's, um, you know, it's, it's a great place, but their beaches aren't a speck on ours. But going past one of the resorts um, at Changu, and it was, there was a lot of surf, but it was, there was a bit of a, a, a sort of a gully there, so it was easy for boats to get out. But just remind, I was going to go over to the boat and start screaming at the, the, the adults because they were going out on this rickety old boat, similar style to the boat that, we, you know, that overturned with the surfers the other day off Indonesia. And they had children in the boat, and guess what they didn't have? There was life no life jackets. Mm. So here are these, you know, European or, you know, Australian, you know, tourists 
taking their kids out on a boat through surf at Changu without a life jacket. Could you imagine? Where do people's brains go? We, we see it in the, the haul-over outlet in the United States all the time. People, you know, sitting up on the bow of a boat, no life jacket on. If they if they get hit by a wave, and, and don't forget there's big, you know, big swell through there and lots of strong current, you go overboard, you, the next thing you see is the prop. That's right. It's just, um, it's just extraordinary how silly people... People leave their, their common-sense brains in the country they depart from, I think, when they go overseas sometimes. And on that, too, and Blakey, love your thought process. As they say, we're over-governed here in this country with regards to safety and, and things like that. When, when you see what takes place, like Melinda was just talking about and like we you know, referred to uh, at the haul-over... There's, there's good reason for that, isn't there? If, you, if people are going out over a bar and they don't have their, their life jacket on, you're just asking for it. Yeah. Well, you, you, can't, you can't legislate common sense. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. And uh, if people don't uh, treat life with respect, that's what ends up happening. Now, I was listening to Laurie before, you know, our wanderer. Um, if anybody's out going out to Western New South Wales, I was just talking to a mate out near Dubbo the other day. So just sort of in a triangle area, just under, beside Cobar, Walgett and Dubbo, there's a place called the Barama um, property. And Barama is a property that was um, given over to the community by about 15 farmers, and it's on the Macquarie Marshes. Anyway, my mate went out there the other day. There's a great boardwalk, and it's not too far from the river where you can go and fish, but you can do a two-hour walk around the marshes. He saw 15 brolgers, and he said the exciting news is, and this is why I'm telling the Fisher Show, is that there's bunch, there's lots and lots of cod in the waterways up there. Um, but for Kieran, there's also quite a bit of carp, so we've got to get those both marrows ready. <laughs> but um, the river system out there is just, thriving and heaving with water and happiness and um, it's a, there's this Macquarie Marshes area of Burma. You can go for a walk. They've installed roads and, uh, and you know, walking platforms. It's apparently amazing. And these farmers did it because they wanted to show how you can both farm and, you know, still protect the, the native wetlands. Yeah, good. You don't hear much about New South Wales bush. You hear more about the Queensland bush, don't you? Yeah, I mean we've got some incredible wetlands and and, and national parks and and you know ability, you know places to go. And you know, as, as uh, our intrepid traveller gave us a great example of the the Menindee Lakes, they're in full water, lots and lots of fish out there breeding and doing really well um, because we've got water. Water equals great fish, as we know. Um, it uh, it's a really you know, some great spots to be visiting. And this is a great time of year as, you, as you're warming up out of the, the cold of the winter and, you know, it's a beautiful weather up here at the moment. A bit windy through the week, uh, but uh, as we go into to the spring and before it gets too hot in the summer. What about the poor guy that's uh, fronted up to him at Mount Isa telling him how to fish? <laughs> 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 that would have been fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting there. Oh my goodness! Of all the people that you could you could sit there and tell how to fish, you so picked the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> Professor 
Professor McAnally. Oh, he is, isn't he? It's just the, the master. It's like uh, it's like going to school listening to him talk. And you don't. I, years and years ago, when I first started uh, doing motorsport commentary, I was lucky or unlucky enough to go to a, an opening, and sitting to my left was Alan Moffat, and I mean, sitting next to me on my left was Alan Moffat, and sitting to my right of me was Peter Brock, and I thought I'm not going to open my bloody mouth and <laughs> say a word. <laughs> Laurie McAnally's the same. He's talking. You shut up and listen. <laughs> well, our, you, the, our correspondent we just had on earlier is a pretty good, um, pretty good briefer of what's going on. Oh, PJ, how ridiculous is he? He goes out, th- throws in six lines and pulls out five fish. Yeah, exactly. And then he was talking about the eddies with the tide changing and how it's creating opportunities. He really knows what he's talking about. I'm struggling to get a yellow tail and he's just reefing them in left, right and centre. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. A lot going on at the moment uh, as we lead up towards summer too. And there is a uh, very – it's interesting that you're talking about boating safety because um, um, Marine Rescue New South Wales have been doing a lot of exercises off the coast and – you know, it, in summer we talk about the rural fire service. In winter, when the the the, the rains come in and and the big winds blow, we talk about our state emergency service. But we're so blessed here in this country, and I I I don't think this is patriotism when I say this, but I just feel that we do the volunteer thing better uh, than anywhere else in the world, just because the people on the ground are, are their heart and soul. We do, and Stacey Tanos from Marine Rescue. I think Stacey's still there. He's a good fellow. He's done a great job. He's professionalised no, that out. Stacey's retired now, hasn't he? Oh, has he? Gosh, I've yeah. missed that. Yeah, uh, um, what's his name? Burrell's in charge now, Alex Burrell. Oh, okay. Well, they had a big awards night the other night, I saw, um, yeah. covered on the local news. So they, then they, you know, it's important to do that, to recognise those volunteers that are doing well and... You know, it gives everyone a bit of purpose, whether it's Marine Rescue, SES, Surf Life Saving, um, the Rural Fire Service, and those those the boys and girls in the Rural Fire Service have been a bit too busy this week in this region. You know, the, with, as I mentioned before, the wind coming up, um, we've had you know burn you know lots of fires around. Kempsey, Cundabung, Colombaddy. It's going to be a tough fire season. That one at Kempsey, PJ put some vision um, yesterday up on Facebook about that. That is a big fire. And I was just talking to one of the farmers out there yesterday. Um, they're, they're at Columbatty. They're safe at the moment. They've, you know, they look after their property and make sure um, that it's covered. But not many, not not everyone has the experience or the respect to manage their farms and their their land holdings in a way that they should, and ensure that you've got the boundaries and uh, you know the areas that that are clear. And you know, one of the issues is always getting those permits and ensuring things can be, you know, made safe during a safe period. And a few of the fires that did blow up, I understand, um, came because people were doing quite rightly hazard reduction and the winds came yeah. through and, um, and sort of sent a few things, you know, into a bit of a more complicated situation. Yeah, and, and it, you know, so, so many people will jump up and down and, and blame them for that, but you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And one of the things, even, you know, with, with fishing and boating, when we talk about that, one of the things, and and Blakey's adamant about this too, and we like to have a bit of fun with the BOM, but at the end of the day, it is Mother Nature at the end of the day. she Sometimes things aren't are not going to happen as per the script. So those... Those backburns, you know, on very rare occasions can go wrong. But, hey, 
I rather it happen when it's you know um, seventeen, eighteen degrees up there than when it's you know thirty five slash forty degrees Celsius because then things get really, really serious. Not that they're not at the moment, but I'm, I'm sure you know where I'm coming from. No, that's well said, Grant. Well said. And thanks for sending me the tickets to the boat show. I had a great day. Um, and don't worry, Kieran. We didn't have time to take Alan and his cheese and kisses out for lunch. Um, and we didn't have lobster, but we you know, we had a great time. And, um, geez, there was some stock on the floor. I couldn't imagine trying to get reversing all those boats into place. I kept taking photos of the jet skis and sending them to him and say, which one do you want me to buy you? <laughs> I, I, I can't tell you the replies on radio. Yes, Al? I don't know if you remember, but it was Kieran's birthday during the week. Yes, it was. I, sp- I wished him happy birthday during the oh, week. Oh, good boy. Good yep, boy. yep, yep. No, he, uh, <laughs> on both his Facebook accounts. <laughs> are, you sure the, are you sure the fires weren't started by the birthday candles? <laughs> could be, could be. He's, he's on the sick list today. He was looking a little bit green around the gills yesterday, so uh, we marched him off, and he didn't fight. He did, I was really surprised. He didn't argue with us. He, he went off and did what he was told and the doctor was really happy to see him so he said hey listen why don't you stay for dinner hang out with me tonight and I'll make you breakfast tomorrow um, and hopefully he'll be uh, coming home today that's good and that's it's nothing good. nothing all the tests have come back great so uh, that's all good news well happy birthday through the week Kieran unlike Grant I wasn't a nice person and sent you a message <laughs> that's the, that's one of the best things about Facebook. It's hard to miss. It's hard to miss. I love it. Mel, thank you very much for your time this morning. We really appreciate you as always. Cheers. Bye, Violet. Melinda Pavey there. Sorry, Al? Uh, she's a lovely lady. She very much so. But even though she was taking the Mickey out of me about the uh, girls getting their gear off, the feet, the reason is the reason is Al. I've actually uh, I've actually done that on stage, and it takes so much guts. And when you know you're coming up to the point where you are getting your gear off on stage, your heart starts pounding, and you think, "How did I get myself into this stupidity?" <laughs> it's not something I recommend. Obviously, alcohol was involved. No, 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 no. It was legit. I was legit back in back in the day, back in the day. But uh, hey, How that's far a, back in the day. Fortunately, a long way back in the day, probably about <laughs> thirty years ago. So yeah, okay. mo- most will be grateful for that. Now I take my own shirt off in front of the mirror and I have a heart attack. On two SM talking sport. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome aboard. Nice to have you with us here on Talking Sport, 131269, that online number to come aboard. Join us and uh, have your say. Talking Sport. We grew up in a democratic framework. Maybe we're not the democracy we once were, but I tell you what, I want to hear what you think and what other people think, and my opinion's not overly important. I think, yeah, Pappy and Graham and myself, we got it. We got thought. 131269. The last six and eight weeks of any premiership season is always where somebody gets on a roll. And it can be anything from normally just two or three teams. So it's pretty much that way at the present time. you just got to make sure that you can get on the right one. Don't worry about that mainstream stuff that the yeah. world loves. Don't yeah. worry about that. You, just, you stay. Don't you go changing, Tony. No, we've got to have a better sense of humour, mate. That's all. <laughs> oh, we have a lot of fun. We let you on. We have a lot of fun. Talking Sport, weekdays from three. We all answer questions every day for all kinds of reasons. Soon, your answer will help make an important decision for Australia. 
A referendum will be held this year on whether to alter the constitution to recognise the first peoples of Australia by establishing an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice. All Australian citizens aged 18 and over must vote and the government must act on what Australia decides. Your answer matters. Learn more at aec.gov.au. Authorised by the Electoral Commissioner, Canberra. Hi, Timmy Manor here. If rising electricity and gas costs are on your mind, give our friends at Red Energy a call today. Their Aussie-based team will give you a no-obligation energy bill comparison and have been voted Australia's most trusted electricity provider by CanStar Blue for the third consecutive year. So call Red today on 131 806 and tell them I sent you. Red Energy. Now that's real Aussie energy. Eligibility criteria and conditions apply. Bendix General CT brake pads are the everyday braking solution with stealth advanced technology for smoother, quieter, more comfortable driving. Blue titanium stripe technology eliminates the bedding in process, while noise absorbing shims reduce vibration and noise. For improved stopping performance, low dust, low rotor wear, and enhanced durability, ask for Bendix General CT brake pads at your next service. Bendix. Put your foot down with confidence. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento. Awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia movement that inspires. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. And welcome back to the program. 26 minutes after 6, the forecast for Brisbane today, 23 degrees. The same on the Gold Coast. Time now for the Air Show Report with Paul Burke. G'day, Bertie. How are you? Look, mate. How are you doing? Not too bad. How was it yesterday? Mate, it was really good. You know what? It was fantastic. Um, so many people, so many boats, so many everything's going on. It was absolutely 10 out of 10. A lot of people. It was great. There was people everywhere. Boats out on the water. It was nice. It was good to see. Planes always do attract people, don't they? Especially, you know, when you're looking at some of the old fighter planes and, and, and some of the awesome planes they bring along to, to air shows. Oh, mate, you know, and besides that, yeah, yeah, 100%. But when you're seeing those real big, um, big aircraft carriers, not aircraft carriers, real big refueling um, Tankers, yeah, planes the... and all that, you know, they're doing, they've got flybys of a refueling plane fueling a, a monster um, uh, raft plane, huge thing, huge thing, and they're doing it 100 feet off the ground. Then you sort of, you know, and it's flying above your head. You sort of, that's that's when you're going like, that's the wow factor that we're seeing. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. But, um, mate, yesterday there would have been, I don't know, hundreds of boats out there enjoying, you know, the show, and there were people everywhere. It was just great. Were they around. were they dropping a line at the same time? Don't know, mate. I didn't go. I sat on the beach. The good thing about the air show up there is you've got the natural beach to be able to deal with the off the beach. And it's a much safer thing. And it's easy for people to get out and enjoy themselves. Yeah. Hey, Blakey. How you doing, mate? I'm good. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it was um, it was really good, mate. They um, they had a lot of uh, you know stunt planes. And I got to interview a few of the guys yesterday. 
for Sunrise on Channel Seven, and um, you know it was it was awesome. You know they had um, a lot of a lot of big stuff going on, and it was just a, an all round of a day. And one of the great things about those sort of air shows, and, and Blakey, I'm sure you can relate, I got to get up close to an Antonov uh, at a boat, at a, a air show, and I was absolutely, you, you don't realise how big they are until you're standing up next to a wheel that's dwarfing you. Yeah, yeah well, I was lucky enough uh, six or seven years ago to go to McMinnville in uh, Oregon and got to sit in the pilot's seat of the Spruce Goose. Oh, no wow. way. Amazing, absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. That sort of stuff there, just uh, yeah, just it just you know, it is. It's the wow factor that gets you going, no matter what age you are. You know that yeah. um, that you, you 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 do it, and it's one of the, it's the same as here. You know, they got you know you're always seeing jets flying past from you know Amberley or Williamstown to the south and all that stuff. But you know, just seeing these things flying so low and so high and doing all this stuff and they're letting all the flares off, you know, like um for the heat seeking missiles that would come if they were in war um you know and just seeing all these things it's just it's just wow it's it's so cool it's so cool it's incredible and the weather guys could have asked better weather like light variable winds no swell it's perfect just absolutely okay. gorgeous blue skies just before you give us a uh, fish report uh birdie i'll tell you something about amberley and you won't be surprised it was one of my friends that did this we uh Flew into Brisbane to go out to Queensland Raceway, and uh, there was a mad rush to get to the track on on time. So we're in the rent a car, and we went screaming, you know, tearing down the highway trying to get there. And he took a the he took a wrong turn and turned right a couple of turns before he did straight into the Amberley Air Force Base, which also happened to be on a day where they were practicing for a potential terrorist attack so <laughs> lo and behold he's gone screaming into the place and the next minute people have jumped out of the bushes with machine guns and we're thinking whoa hang on whoa <laughs> that, mate that, that'll do it it's similar to us we were overseas and uh and we, we got lost my, my wife and i we ended up driving with the kids in a in a minivan like an old minivan and we drove into um uh when president obama back and then was in his gate there in, in hawaii and mate, we've just driven through and we weren't they were there, but they weren't there. I'm checking another car, we've just driven around a car thing and we're trying to find a place. We've sort of bolted in on this shitty old minivan, you'd probably expect other things in there. <laughs> so you we got um, we got ousted pretty quick, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Scary stuff. What's been happening fishing wise? Oh mate, the flattered are sick. You know, we're seeing lots of flattered. They've got a um, there's a bass competition up in the Hins Dam today, the electric uh guide suit comp or something a good morning fellas uh so good luck in that um go to the west uh, the western arm up near number bar valley near the bridge that stretch to that um, half a kilometer stretch downstream from the bridge is red hot at the moment it's very crushed on the other day when we rode out of there but um mate there's heaps of flooded in the estuaries at the moment if you're keen for those no shortage uh Kalinga bank crusoe island pandanus island uh, crab island Stratty, south Stratty, uh courage up towards brown's inlet all those banks are fine uh, there's a few in the ring, which I think they've pushed out now, which is um, likely what we'll see this time of the year. We had a crack there last yesterday afternoon, and they, uh, they've they gone really quiet. So um, I wouldn't suggest uh, hitting the Narang River for flatters. I'll be heading, again, more in the open area. That's where they'll go, the bigger girls and the males will follow, given coming close to spring. Um, and also for those after tail, there's been a few tail on the beaches at night time. I mean, a few little gutters there. So you just got to find that back bank. Um, we've got big tides at night, but you've got that little back bank sort of holding holding steady. 
Uh, with a little bit of action of the swell, there's not much swell, but um, it's creating a bit of wash, so those holes will fill that night, and I think you'll get some good tailor on them. Uh, mate, offshore snapper season at the moment, Jesus, good. so many snapper, it's crazy. Um, seen plenty of those coming through, and, and also for those who just want to get, a, get amongst some really good amberjack and kingfish, they've been out on the 50s. So we're talking 50 pattern grounds, um, all the way from Calandra, uh, sunny coast, down to the Gold Coast. You know, it's, the weather today is just perfect for this stuff. And tomorrow's even better. Man, tomorrow's looking great. If you're, if you're working tomorrow and you love your fishing, have a city. Um, and uh, if you can. And it's awesome. Hey, we're just seeing so many fish up here. It's, it's, uh, it's great to have um, that. The blue marlin, a little bit quiet. The yellowfin tuna around on the 200 fathom line um, around the reef grounds. There's been some big yellowfin out there. They've been a bit quiet, but they're there. Um, some good catches also of threadfin salmon. Normally you get them during the warmer months, but they're getting them now. Uh, you know, for some reason, the water temps are around 19 degrees in the estuaries. Uh, you know, it's a little bit warmer offshore, 21. So, you know, we've seen some, some good fish there. Uh, for the threadies, you'll be trying up around the Logan River uh, in that reach, uh, just on um, on fish traps. Uh, they, the Zerich fish traps, they work really well. Um, so Vibluer, ideally, that's what they're going to feel because threadfin salmon has like little whiskers, like a cat, uh, like a catfish in one. Anyway, they, uh, that's what they detect through the water. So the vibrations coming off your lure as you retrieve it and you've got to give it a, a flip retrieve so it'll, like let it hit the bottom and then just lift your rod tip and then wind the slack as you lower the rod tip back. Lift the rod tip and you feel the lure through your rod tip because it's a vibe. And that's what the fish feel in the water and they'll just hit it, they'll just smack it. Um, so that's fun. Um, and also, and probably the, the morning high tide, running tide, so you get a high tide of around 10, 30, 11 this morning, so probably that morning tide would be good, and the first hour of the running up. Um, mud crabs are slowly starting to come into, the, into play at the moment. There's been a few muddies about, but sand crabs have been in good numbers, or blue swimmers, I should say. They've been in great numbers, uh, particularly up around Sovereign Islands, uh, also Crab Island, Labrador Channel, Runaway Bay Channel, uh, up near the, uh, the Marina Channel there. Uh, and also around the pins throughout the fiveways and Kanata Passage and holding a few, if you can for them. Um, been loads of mac tuna uh, around Point Lookout. Been a few mackerel out there. They, they were thicker about a month ago. Uh, been, a, been plenty of mac tuna if you're interested in getting some good baits. Um, and also uh, the Watson Leap and Benito. They've, they've been great numbers around the uh, South Passage Bar, just adjacent Amity Point. And they've, they've been going off pretty well as well. So good fishing spots if you're keen uh, as well to have a crack today, gentlemen. Looking all right, and the weather's perfect, like I mentioned. Sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty. Is the air show back on today? Yes, mate. Yeah, day three today is the last day. They're going to run up to the next five years, and and then I'll uh, probably bring it back and prepare it. So we'll be able to see it every year. But uh, if anyone's keen, that you know, it's one of those days where you could just go out on the boat or uh, off, or off the bank. Um, a little bit of southerly today. It's only five six knots, but. You know, if you're in a smaller trailer boat, it's going to be a little bit unsettling out in the water because you're going to be, you know, if, you, if you're anchored up and you're having a, you know, a green cheese, bippies, whatever, and watching the air show, you're just going to have that little bit of bow moving up and down. But if you're in a 50 or 60 footer, who cares? Um, but, you know, I think, you know, just, uh, just admiring it from most vantage spots, you'll be able to see these planes. You know, they've got a kilometre stretch to run down the beach, and then, uh, of course, you know, they, they've got to keep going. They don't just stop at a brick wall. Um, so they've got to keep going to, to do their banks and their turns and stuff. And So you, you, you're seeing it everywhere. It's, um, it's, it's, it's an amazing sight. I'll tell you um, what I'd love to do, Bertie. They they quite regularly get off uh, off the coast there at Boca Chica uh, in their boats to watch um, the SpaceX uh, rockets take off. I thought that would be pretty cool. That would be amazing. Yeah, there's a guy, you might have heard of this guy, Blakey, he's... Um, 
He's got, speaking of, of you know, uh, like the Richard Branson, Virgin Galactic and all that stuff, there's a guy who bought it over from um, from California, from Huntington Beach, where this show was originated from, and it's two planes joined in the one. Like, he's cut the plane wing off type yes, thing and joined yeah, two planes. Yeah. But in the middle, he's put a Learjet, and the jet allows him to fly. He can fly vertically, like straight up and then just hold it, turn the props off and just hold it with the with the jet and he can hold it there for till he said, you know, till the crowds get bored. He he'll hold it there until he gets runs out of fuel. Like just vertical. but he's it, it's incredible. Like you know, two planes joined to one, so it's when you look at it this thing you think, hang on, is that two planes flying really close together? That's that's how cool it is. And uh, but it's got two props, you know, just um spread right apart. Would have been interesting Probably. writing up the airworthy certificate for that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they had to bring it in pieces. and uh, But it's going to live at Archerfield um, or Caboolture somewhere. It's going to stay. Um, they're not going to take it to pieces or take it back to the States. But, yeah, this guy's quite a unique engineer, obviously, to make it work. Yeah. It, um, flies incredibly and lots of crazy stunts. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Paul, thank you so much for your time this morning. You enjoyed the rest of your day. And don't forget, people, that uh, Step Outside is on our screens today. What have we got lined up? Mate, um, yeah, uh, today we're fishing the impoundments. Uh, Perfect time of the year to be fishing the impoundments. So we're doing that as well. Um, And uh, Ranger Nick, Australia's favourite bush cook, uh, he's back. He's cooking up in the camp oven Hokian noodles with prawns. (laughs) <laughs> so, um, you know what when you when you're going camping this time of the year and you want to just go and dangle a line while your food's cooking behind you yeah this is one you don't want to miss but um you can jump onto the youtube channel subscribe and like and uh, you'll see all the all the stuff that we're putting up lately and um yeah enjoy it subscribe and hit that bell yeah whatever it may be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you did you have to you know as part of the you know being a professional in the industry? You of course tried those prawns, did you? Did I what? Fry them? Did you try them? <laughs> Taste test? Of course. How good were they? Absolutely. But mate, I'll tell you what. The one that really, uh, which is on our, our YouTube platform, is the old man ribs. I'll tell you what. The old man ribs that Nick did in his camp oven is amazing. Oh, my God. You'd do it at home. You'd build a fire at the back and chuck a camp oven on the back of your over whatever you got, and um, have a bucket of water nearby. And, uh, mate, the old man ribs are, inc- are beautiful and not expensive, which is, which is you know, right up a lot of people's alley. So I love them. I think they're amazing. And, and I've had them several times now. They're just absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. Paul. Old Man Ribs, check it out on the YouTube platform. Yeah, go and take it. And if you're not subscribed to that, you should be. It's absolutely awesome. Really quick segments that uh, don't take up too much of your day, but do teach you a hell of a lot. And I'm very grateful for that, Paulie, and I'm grateful that you could join us today. Hey, you're welcome, guys. Thank you so much, Blake. You have fun. Dad. What are you doing in Hobart, mate? i got a Yamaha conference on uh, this week. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. No worries, mate. All right, I'm glad you love the Suzuki lean burn. But anyway... And it's got nothing to do, nothing to do at all with the fact that there's amazing fish restaurants in Hobart. Nothing to do at all with that. I'm actually going to Miwa tonight, a good Chinese restaurant. But Paul, our special for the week's a 429 Stacer Rampage with a 30-horsepower Suzuki on it. So there you go. Oh, I love your work, mate. I love your work. <laughs> that's it, that's it. We know where your heart lies. All right, champion. See you, Paul.
Yeah, Don't forget, if you uh, if you miss it at all, do get on to uh, the Seven Plus app because you can watch those on demand. Blakey and I have been doing. I've been playing a lot of catch up here uh, with that. I've got to be honest; it's been absolutely awesome. He's been doing it for a few years now too. He didn't know how it was going to go when he started, but it's been an absolute smash hit. So it is worthwhile seeing because he gets up to some funny things. He's the biggest 12-year-old kid I know. <laughs> Just don't take it. Plenty of instruction off, how, off him how to go fishing. Just That's stay right. away from the drones, right? <laughs> That's the one. We'll take a break and be back with more in a moment. Inflation has hit 7.8%. Interest rates have increased by another 0.25%. Let's focus on the number one. One is powerful. One act of kindness can produce a flood of joyful tears. And one dollar means two meals for someone doing it tough. Donate at foodbank.org.au One dollar donated is two meals created. Donate at foodbank.org.au If you want to learn how to light up your career in an electrical trade or organise the office in admin, MEGT can connect you with thousands of employers Australia-wide. Earn while you learn with the number one experts in apprenticeship and traineeships. With a dedicated accounts team in every state, MEGT supports you from start to finish. Find your me with MEGT and visit megt.com.au forward slash jobs. Polaris End of Financial Year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get 2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approve purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris, think outside. You'll see more of Australia in less time when you travel by plane with Outback by Air. In a fraction of the time it would take you by road, Outback by Air will fly you to destinations you'll never forget and you'll probably never see again. What you will cover in a week on Outback by Air, all-inclusive tour, would take you up to a month or more to do in a motor car. Check the packages and destinations available at outbackbyair.com.au or you can phone 1300-310-503. After the big game, every sports fan deserves to kick back and relax and what better way to do that than with a mattress from OMF. Get ready to unwind in style with the ultimate in comfort and relax relaxation. So, what are you waiting for? Head on over to OMF and check out their game-changing range of mattresses. Shop online or at over 50 locations nationwide, 100% Australian designed and owned. Where comfort meets sport. Trying to get to footy training on time. Leaving early to avoid peak hour traffic. Grabbing those last minute ingredients for tonight's dinner. Do it safely and with confidence on Maxxis tyres. Designed and built for delivering performance when you want it and safety when you need it. Maxxis tyres deliver great value without compromising on safety. Maxxis tyres. Find out more today at maxxistires.com.au. That's M-A-X-X-I-S. Maxxistires.com.au. 2SM. Sydney's Talking. 2SM. 1269. 
more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Yes, and today not a bad day to be heading out. West to southwesterly, 10 to 15 knots, becoming variable around about 10 knots in the middle of the day. So pleasant. The sea's not too big, 1.5 uh, to 2.5 metres, which, Alan, with temperatures starting to warm up, um, it, it's it's good to start thinking about if you haven't had your boat out for a while, uh, might be some time to start thinking about putting in some some maintenance and making sure that when you do go out, you're not going to become one of uh, Marine Rescue's statistics. That's the one. Look, it's, it's just checking things like wheel bearings, your anchor ropes, tie down, steering. We used to call uh, September steering month because everyone would go out and. Uh, put their boat in the water, go and turn the steering wheel, the steering would be frozen because they hadn't used it all winter. So do some bit of work at home, spend a bit of time. Also, don't forget, Father's Day is on in a couple of weeks, so you might be able to find a couple of things you can drop some hints that you want for Father's Day as well. <laughs> so just in general, mate, like, okay, for example, would you – I'm, I'm talking up to about 10 horsepower, maybe 20 horsepower here, or maybe yeah. up to 50 horsepower – I know you, you work. I know you've got Blake's Marine, so you, you're coming. I know you won't come from a biased point of view, but should we be doing our own maintenance? Should we be changing our own oil, oh, or is it smarter to go off and get a dealer to do it? Look, if, if you're capable of doing it, um, do it yourself. The only thing you've got to be careful of is if it's in warranty that um, you've got to have records to show, and sometimes they might get a bit thingy about it if there was a problem. But if the boat's out of warranty and the motor's out of warranty, most definitely you can do it yourself. It'll save you the money. There's no problems whatsoever. And it's not that hard. And with YouTube now, you can learn how to do a lot of things. Um, the problem is in the bigger motors now that you need to have a computer to plug into them to diagnose them. <laughs> but the smaller ones, and especially the older two-strokes, they're fairly simple things. There's not that much um, to give you grief, really, as long as you've maintained it properly as far as flushing it out all the time because salt buildup will kill any motor. Yeah. Uh, you usually need to flush them out. But, yeah, like changing the impeller, changing the gear oil, uh, go and see your local dealer. Say, look, I, I want to do my own service. Uh, and you don't ring up. So, look, oh, can I speak to a mechanic for a while? <laughs> 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 that normally doesn't work because someone's got to pay for mechanic's time. But go and see the, the shop staff and the parts and accessories and say, look, I want a, an oil change uh, gearbox and on my engine. Um, what do I need? What have you got type of thing? And they'll help you out. There's no problems whatsoever. If what would be the top five on your checklist? If 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 I was get walking around my boat at the moment, uh, what would be the top five things you would recommend for me to check to make sure that we're, you know, going to be having a successful boating season? Well, I'd be starting with the wheels and tyres and your trailer because if the trailer blows up, you don't get to go fishing anyhow. So uh, looking at your winch strap uh, or winch wire, mm-hmm. um, checking the wheel bearings and the brakes on the trailer, the lights and your jockey wheel. Because you can service your jockey wheel in there, get a bit of a spray, a bit of grease in there, makes life much easier. Um, then when you get into your boat, you're going to start looking at your lights are working, uh, condition your battery. When was the last time you checked the water level in your battery? Everyone forgets about that. It's in a battery box. They don't go anywhere near it, but then they're up for a new battery all the time. Yeah. Uh, and it's a good habit to get into is charge the battery every now and again during winter, but also run the motor for a couple of minutes on the flusher. Yeah. Just keep sure it working. And you've got to remember the fuels, there's different fuel, and you know this from the motor racing side of things, winter fuel is different to summer fuel. Yeah. So the volatility of the temperature it works at. So if you've got a load of winter fuel in your boat that starts to warm up, you start to have some problems with it. Um, so a bit of fresh fuel in there. Um, and I tend to, in wintertime, 
um, put a fuel saver in the fuel a bit just to stop it oxidising as much. So yep. not only the changes, the hot and cold, all the goodies come out of the fuel. So the different um, fuel additives uh, help to stop that. So it's definitely, if you can't do it later on, so I'll do it now and bring it back to you. It doesn't work that way. And if you put E10 in your uh, petrol tank and you haven't no. used it for a few months, tip it upside down, take it to a storage centre and get rid of it. Yeah, I, I won't use E10 no. um, in, in, in my cars, let alone boats. And, and briefly, service stations used to have a, a sign on the, on their pumps with the E10 saying, uh, not suitable for boat use, marine use. Yeah. Because it's hydroscopic. It, it sucks in moisture out of the atmosphere. And when you're on the water, you've got plenty of moisture there. Yeah. And it also... It's a cleaning agent as well, so you've got these little loose bits in your fuel system. It takes them off the inside of fuel lines and plates like that, and it tends to block up jets and cause problems. Mm. And then you get phase separation as well, where the ethanol is separating from the fuel. It's not pretty at all. Some good advice there, Blakey. We're going to take a break and come back and have a chat with Matt from Salamander Bait and Tackle. Afternoons with Brent Boltitude. Look, unfortunately, too many arms of government telling us what to do. It starts with your local council, then it follows through to state politics and of course it ends up with federal politics that's right and i mean nothing ever gets repealed does it oh this is for your own good we're going to put this in they just slowly eat into your personal choices until one day we won't have any personal choices left brent Bultitude has sydney talking brain tumor migraine dementia have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder disease or injury Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au. Hey, it's Candy here. As a presenter in the world of sport, I see many powerful performances. Now, thanks to Azito, we're helping power your next DIY project. Did you know Azito's 18-volt range is powered by Einhell? German-designed quality, driving innovation and performance. So you can power over 85 cordless tool and garden products with the same battery. Azito, powering DIYers all day, every day. Exclusively available at Bunnings Warehouse. Your Flight Centre, Night Centre, See the Starry Light Centre, Cruise Centre, Tours Centre, Are You Insured Centre, Stay Young, Have Some Fun, Follow the Sun, Take the Plunge, Easy Done Centre, Island Top, Over the Top, One Stop Shop, Never Stop, Your Centre, Our Centre, Flight Centre, At the Centre for 40 Years. Flight Centre. Sustained performance in league is more than just one great game. It's about playing consistently game after game, season after season. Host Plus has delivered strong performance over the long term with top returns over 20 years. A top performing super fund over the long term, that's a plus. Issued by Host Plus PTY Limited. Super ratings SR50 balance index January 2023. General advice only. Consider the relevant Host Plus PDS and T&D at hostplus.com.au. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Search compare Host Plus today. You wouldn't operate a chainsaw blindfolded. You wouldn't ride your dirt bike blindfolded. And you wouldn't walk on your roof blindfolded. Yet too many people dig without searching before you dig online first. Because if you don't search first, you're digging blind. Avoid high-pressure gas mains and high-voltage electricity cables every time. Search before you dig online every time. And never dig blind. What starts with A and ends with E, supplements for you and me. 
Arbor Vitae Health Supplements are now available at leading chemists and health food stores nationwide. Ask for Arbor Vitae at your favourite pharmacy. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Only a... It is seven and a half minutes away from seven o'clock. We'll update the Super Radio Network news for you at seven o'clock. Then it's on with today's programming, which will be fun. If you're looking for some fun, and we are getting close to the boating season, why not, if you're into travelling off, off, the, off the coast, head up to Port Stephens, pop into Shoal Bay, perhaps, you know, go a little bit further upriver, drop anchor, hop in a taxi, go down to Salamander, bait and tackle and say, G'day, Matt, how are you? G'day, Matt, how are you? <laughs> Doesn't want to talk to you. I don't think he's there. I think he's. I think he's disappeared on me. Uh, after that leading, after that brilliant leading, maybe Baldrick <laughs> has come up with a cunning plan, <laughs> and it's backfired. Well, tell everyone who Baldrick is. Baldrick is Tony. Tony's the. He's the guy that sits in the background. That. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that because I haven't seen the guys operate. But if you've ever watched Blackadder. Um, you'll know that uh, Blackadder gets gets Baldrick to do all the all the hard jobs. So, okay, yeah. So Tony works on days when when Matt wants to disappear on us. <laughs> oh dear, it's a hard life, isn't it? But look, if you're up that way, Salamander Bait and Tackle is definitely worth stopping yeah. into. Yeah, they've got uh, some good product there. Good knowledge. You're in the Coles Express service station at Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, and uh, they're open very long hours. And you'll get the good oil on where to go fishing and what to do and how to do it up there. And and the, and the great thing is that the, it's all local knowledge there because everybody everybody goes there. All the locals go there and they share the information. So if you're an out of towner, if you're a tourist, and you front up, you, you're going to get the right advice on on where things are going. Actually, and also Matt and Tony about fishing a fair bit too when they're not working. So uh, they're live with what's going on, what's happening. True. Uh, Brendan's just trying Matt again to see uh, if he is available. It sounds good, though, doesn't it? It sounds like he might be busy. Well, that's good to see. Good to see. Well, look, the weather forecast good. You know, those westerlies aren't too bad. You're going to swing to nor'east during the day, and the weather's good. So if you're not doing your maintenance today, again, say to the wife and the kids, let's go for a play out in the boat. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's a good day. And tomorrow is going to be even better. I'm going to head out no, tomorrow. You're not, you're not working tomorrow, obviously. No, no, I'm I'm recovering tomorrow. Um so I'll be looking forward to heading out on the on the boat and throwing out a bit of a line and just chillaxing. Do you do that at the mooring or are you going to go elsewhere? No, I'll, I'll be I'll be heading up uh heading up the I'm I'm using this uh this time uh particularly until I get my rigging done um to just cruise around and find little coves that might be fun to hide out in during summer if there's a, a storm that comes up because I'm going to spend a lot of time over Christmas out on the water. Um and I think it's a smart play to go and investigate and do some R&R uh, of these places. Um before it gets busy. Yes, yeah, that's true. That's true. Also, you get to learn more about the boat. That's what it's all about, spending time on it. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the more time you spend on it, the more comfortable you become with it. The more comfortable become you become with it, the more dangerous I become, so to speak. You'll be getting good at putting it on and off the mooring by yourself. You know, the, 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 the weird thing is, of all the time, and I do my, my mooring solo, I've, I'm yet... 
touch wood. <laughs> I'm yet to fail on the first go. And it's about the only thing in boating I can be proud of, Blakey. <laughs> That's good to see. That's good to see. That's, look, it's just with any with boating, you'll get yourself into trouble if you rush into things. Yeah. Take your time and slow down. It's not like a car. You don't have a brake pedal. You can stop yourself straight away. So if you're going into somewhere to go to mooring, whether you're going alongside a wharf or alongside that, just take it easy, slow down. Don't go bull the gate. You see these people come in flat out and they go full of stern and it always ends in tears. Thanks, so Blakey. And thanks for your time this morning. Really appreciate okay. you no taking problem. time out to have a chat with us. Okay. That is high tide for today. Kieran not with us, but as he always says around about this time of day, keep your eye on the sky. Had to end.